Hey, welcome to Younger and Older. This is Jason and Dave hanging out at the studios of Relate365.com. Coming into you, having discussions just about everyday life, what's going on in the world. Dave's a boomer. Um, I'm a, a younger fella. You like how I say that? No, yep. I'm, a, I'm technically a millennial. I'm the older side of a millennial. Yep. Some people call it a zenial or... You know, whatever I, you had, want to call I had a young college kid the other day come to me and he was going to yell. I frustrated him somehow. And he looked at me and goes, uh, uh, what's that word I call you? <laughs> boomer? And I said, boomer? And he goes, yeah, yeah, boomer. And I thought, <laughs> boy, that was insulting, I guess. <laughs> what's that word I call you? Here, help me with my insult. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I don't know if he knew how much joy I got out of that. Oh, it I would like, get joy out of that. And he thought, That's I guess I told him, I called him a boomer. You didn't remember the term. <laughs> you know, you're, 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 what's that word again? Yeah, what's that word again? I'm, I'm supposed yeah, to, yeah, you're that. I'm supposed to call you this. That really oh, bugs you. That's funny. So That's I am really a boomer. Funny. Sorry. That's right. Uh, well, uh, you know, we, it's snowing. It's yeah, snowing, which is good. But we've been, we've been hanging out, having some discussions. If you haven't checked us out, I encourage you to head over to relate 365 com. Um, I mean, lately it seems like we've been talking a lot about, I mean, we're in a transition here. We've had an election. Yeah. And so we have a new administration. And with it, there's just there's just a lot going on. And so we've just been talking about it back and forth here yeah. um, on the show recently. So if, if you tune in our podcasts, usually we're not as politically heavy, um, but it's just what's going on in our world. So and, that's and what we're talking about. You know, and I'd like to almost make a statement that we're not trying to be political. Right. We're just trying to, to it's just talk things about things that are going on. Yeah, absolutely. When when we as a nation start getting infected by certain things, yeah, the older people need to say, "Are you aware that this is going on? Mm-hmm. I mean, are, are you actually aware that this is what's happening? Yeah, because it's going to affect your children, your your economy, your you know. For me, I'm at the age where I'm saying, you know what, I might be able to ride this thing out um, as far as you know, I'm not going to be one who's going to be overly, although almost everything, everyone in government in Washington, D.C. is 20 years older than I am. So maybe there's still hope for me to get involved actively. But the bottom line really is it's not really political. I'm looking at things that, that shape the thought process of our children and our future. And you're a parent. You have, you have three sons. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, are you aware that this is going on because... Not only will there need to be frank discussions with your children, but we need to learn how to disagree with people and not hate people. We need to learn how to have dialogues with people we disagree with and, and disagree vehemently with mm-hmm. and still um, love them and care for them and do the best we can to present Christ to them. So I, I think in our lives we need to get to that point. And sometimes it's, it's clearing the fog a little bit of what's said. And that's what we've been doing. I've been looking at a website. You're welcome to go look at it. I really don't want you to get involved in it, but yep. um, you can go look at the Secular Democrats of America website. Just go to it somehow, and and you can see what they believe in. But we've been talking the last program and this program about some of their belief system yep. and how they've clouded up things by a lot of words, but they're really, I, I would say, anti-God. Yeah. Somehow. Oh, absolutely. Well. Y- anti-christianity and they yeah. even come out and say it directly yeah although they do in a way yeah so you you read a statement that kind of summarized it in, in what was that statement again yeah so they they have their like key issues and we talked about it on our previous episode so if you want to catch up on on our discussion just head over to relate365.com and you could you can listen to that but um here's here's kind of their 
their last statement on their on their statements page. You know, it says we oppose the promotion of Christianity or Judeo Christian values abroad. To credibly advocate religious freedom abroad, we must proudly stand by our secular pluralistic democracy. United States officials should not promote certain religions over others or religion over non-religion. Right. No kidding. But you want to explain to me what they meant by that? Well, I don't. I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> because their last sentence says that they shouldn't promote certain religions over others or religion over non-religion. Right. But. But they want. But they. But in their first sentence, they're supporting non-religion over religion. Right. And so it's like, huh? Yeah. Did you ever get caught in a lie, and you realize the more you lie, the more you have to lie? And then the more you lose sight of what am I actually fighting for, right. or you lose sight of the actual truth. It's just lie upon lie, and I, that's I feel like this is what I'm reading. It's just like seriously, yeah. you're so deep in the hole, yeah. you don't even know which way's up. As somebody who just likes uh, people to be frank, I wish that the secular Democrats of America would just put on their site: we really don't like Christians, and we'd like to do everything we can to stop them from having em- any influence in the world. Yeah, and then. Everything else that they have written would make sense to everybody in a simple way because that's really what I'm reading on their site. And the reason I think we're even spending time with it now on a podcast is because this is probably one of the most ridiculous, harmful things that I've read in a long time. Mm-hmm. And and if you hear hate in my voice, it's not there. It's yeah. like this is ridiculous. To me, it's evil. Because it takes very simple things and complicates them and makes it so that you can't even understand what it, they're actually saying because the words get in the way. And that's a political um, hacker's dream. Mm-hmm. I, I want to say something, but I don't want to say it at the end. Uh, in the last segment, I was talking about Rand Paul, who was talking to somebody. Yep. And what was interesting is, is I, Rand Paul at the end, and I forget how he summarized it, but he pretty much said, well, by not answering it, you answered it quite well. Yeah. In other words, <laughs> yeah. you really you really went around the answer. I was asking you something simple. And you kept giving me these complicated answers back. Mm-hmm. All I asked you was, do you think that boys should compete against girls in sports? That's what I asked you. Yeah. And you kept giving me all the political correct jargon. And, and I'm telling you, as a normal human, I don't think that's right. Yeah. That's all we're saying here. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think as you go through with these secular Democrats, I, I don't know their motivation other than evil. I yeah. really don't. I, it, they don't want Christianity. They don't want anybody telling them what to do. I mean, when you go through, let, let me go read something to you that they said. They said about protecting children and minors. Okay, you have children, and yep. they want to protect your children now. I, first of all, I would ask you, do you entrust your children to the government for protection? No. I'm in charge of protecting my children. Exactly. So thank you very much, but we don't need your help. And there are some people that do. That's why we do have social services. And that's why, yeah. by the way, the churches in America, the churches, yeah, they are robust when it comes to helping adoption and other things. They have programs. Mm-hmm. We at Silver Birch Ranch even have programs to help adoptions. And I mean, to encourage those who have adopted yep, and, absolutely. And, and foster care and that kind of thing. Here's what they say about protecting children. First, we support including clergy as mandatory reporters for child abuse and neglect. Okay, nobody goes against that, I don't think. However, one of the interesting things is, is the first thing they talk about clergy is with 
uh, child abuse and neglect. I, I want to go on record as saying I know several people who love God that are pastors that have never abused a child in their, and, and, and think it's appalling. Mm-hmm. You know, you can get any news you want, and there are going to be people who fail. There are. Right. And right. I could list some of those for you, too. Yep. But the bottom line really is um, we do support people being held accountable mm-hmm. for their actions, right. regardless of what the actions really are. 100%. The next thing says we support banning the practice of conversion therapy on minors. Really? Mm-hmm. Do you know what that is? Conversion therapy? It's it's counseling somebody. Back. If, if they say they're a boy and they're really a girl, is is the church it's having, talking to them, telling them they're really a boy? Right. It's having a conversation about, Are you have you thought this through? Yeah. The truth is, if you're against conversion therapy, then why are you doing so much to make it so that boys that think they're girls can be convinced that they are girls? Right. You're the ones doing conversion therapy. We're, right. We're just saying, you know, if I take an apple, if I just take an apple and show it to you, can I call it a banana? That doesn't make any sense. Right. So is it really conversion therapy when you tell a little boy that they're a boy and not a girl? Mm-hmm. Or did you just call an apple an apple, a banana banana? I mean, isn't it logical? There's yeah. no conversion therapy going on there. Mm-hmm. Right. The conversion therapy, I would suggest that the secular Democrats are doing that. Once again, they twist the words to make it look like somebody else is doing something when they're guilty of it. Mm-hmm. In fact, um, there's been some of this I've seen in life. When somebody is really, really, really strong in something, when they're teaching something really all the time, they're probably guilty of that. Mm. And uh, that, it, by that I mean, um, if you're if you're constant, if you're somebody who was a, a, a smoker once and you quit smoking, you're probably pretty strong on not smoking. Right. You're probably obnoxious on mm-hmm. not smoking. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now I don't blame you, by the way. I'm just saying it's because of your lifestyle and, and et cetera. So here we're we're hearing people talk about something they they're probably passionate about because they're involved in it, and the truth is. Um, they don't want truth. They want to be patted on the back for whatever they do, except for if you have a standard that says boys are supposed to be boys and girls are supposed mm-hmm. to be girls. They also say this, we support the repeal of religious exemptions for child abuse and neglect, including faith healing. Now, that's interesting because they put child abuse and neglect in a kind of like like churches are exempt from um, being prosecuted if they have child abuse and neglect in their church. Well, that's not true. Right. And not only that, they threw faith healing in there. Mm -hmm. Is that dangerous when they put something like that in there? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So you, you're anti-vaccine. Yeah. Let's say one of your kids suffers from measles. Mm -hmm. Is that uh, child abuse? No. Okay. They're saying it is. But they're saying it is, right. Okay. Yep. You know, um, I honestly, uh, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm, I'm not anti-vaccine. Obviously, grew up in the polio era, and I could go into things. I'm 65. We're different breed. Who knows? I may someday get the vaccine for COVID. I've chosen not to at yeah. this point. Um, and I've chosen not to because I don't like how quickly that got developed. I don't know that I know what's in it. I don't know what that I care at this point. And I am saying about myself, 
that um, I am going to wash my hands and I'm going to, if I'm sick, stay home. I, my wife and I have actually almost for a year now, we've taken our temperature and, and, and done things to make sure that we record that we're healthy. If we're not healthy, we're going to stay home. So I, I've made some decisions to try and be wise. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah. In the same process, I've trust God will take care of me. Mm-hmm. And if I am supposed to die of COVID, even after doing all this, that that was preordained already. Mm-hmm. And what this group wants to do is say, a guy like me is dangerous. Mm. Because I'm actually trusting that God holds the future and not me. Yeah. Well, I would like to say that they're dangerous. Mm-hmm. And uh, they do say they support bans on child marriage, which I don't mind at all. Yeah. Uh, here's what's interesting about how they put things, though. Oh, yeah. They, they mix things that are totally acceptable for everybody in with the things that are totally unacceptable. Mm-hmm. For everybody. Yep. It's kind of like taking a, a glass of absolutely pure water and mixing horse manure in it. Mm-hmm. And and what you're doing is saying, well, there is pure water in here. Is it pure anymore? Mm-hmm. Well, technically, technically, I put in pure water. Right. But once you added the manure, right, is it pure anymore? Well, that's what I put in. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to convince me that it's pure still. Well, no, not the whole thing necessarily, but but the parts are. Right. Oh, this is confusing. <laughs> you know, the truth of the matter is. Don't uh, worry, Dave, it's y- organic. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> organic pure water. All right, I, I got to tell you what they said about military and national care. Oh, yes. Because okay. it, it drives me absolutely insane. Insane. Their very first statement is this. We unapologetically assert that there are atheists in foxholes. Why would anyone say that? (laughs) (laughs) In fact, they said they deserve to be recognized and honored for their service to the nation. See the mix of the the pure water and the dirt? Oh, yeah. It's like, who is saying that we're not going to honor somebody who fought for our country in a foxhole if they were an atheist? Who who in the world said we're not going to honor them? Right, right. Nobody says that. Nobody does that. Mm-hmm. We're thankful to anybody who served our nation Absolutely. as a soldier. Uh, in fact, I have a friend. You contact us. I'll give you the name of the book. He was a, a, a soldier in Vietnam. He wrote a book about it. And uh, for years, I was asking him to write the book. Because I thought, man, the, the stories that you that you have as a soldier parallel so much of our Christian life. Yeah. And what you did. And he finally did. And it's a fascinating book. Um, I don't even have it anymore because I've lent it out to people. And they've enjoyed it. You know the guy, Tim. Yep. yep. And and uh, did you get a book from him? Um, I don't think so. Tim, if you're listening, would you give Jason a book? <laughs> please. I could buy it, Dave. Yeah, I forget. <laughs> I don't need a I forget name. the name of it. I could buy it. I don't think Tim's listening. That's all right. He's he's in the next generation other than me, so not sure if his hearing aid. <laughs> he's like, what's the problem? If his hearing aid's on. <laughs> <laughs> all no, right, okay. never mind. All uh, of you that just got mad at me. If he did stumble across this, yeah, I think it's I might, Dave. I, that I, wage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There we go. Anyway, we have we unapologetic, uh, unapologetically assert. I I just think that whole statement. You know, I think if um, what this does is make my heart break for. The political system we're in, and, and anybody and any group of, of people that think that this is wise, uh, I'm, I'm sorry for you, because you can't take the good and bad and mix it like this, and you, 
you can't take stands like this and not destroy the very fabric of the United States. Yeah, yeah. Then the next statement makes me go, huh? It says, we support the recognition of humanist chaplains by the Department of Defense and measures to increase oversight of military chaplains to ensure that chaplains are serving service members of all faiths and none equally. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> That's what I said. I'm like, huh? <laughs> that they're members of all faiths and none equally. I still don't know what that means. <laughs> now, I would like to say that the whoever wrote this should write our tax code because I don't understand that either. <laughs> And I have a master's degree in education, by the way. So if I don't understand it, it must be somewhat complicated. Yeah. I don't know what they're saying there. The, the, the idea of a humanist chaplain. So let's let's play that one a little bit. So right. you're, a, you're somebody who's a chaplain in the military and you don't believe in God. How does that work? Okay. So I come to you. Yeah. And I'm the atheist in the foxhole. Yep. And I come to you and say, give me hope. Give me hope. I just got shot. I'm going to die. Give me hope. What do you say? I don't, ashes, Stinks to be you. That's right. Ashes, <laughs> I mean, ashes not, dust to dust. I don't know. I, what do you quote the Bible for? <laughs> Is that the Bible? I don't know. I, you know, I, I, phrase. I think, okay, if you're going to say this, why don't you just say, why don't we, we get rid of all chaplains? Because why would you put somebody in a place that doesn't believe in God? Hmm. And if I am on the battlefield, believe me, and I am shot, I don't want to talk to an atheist. Right. I'm sorry. I don't want to talk to them. It's not that, you know, I, I don't value their friendship or their ability to shoot a rifle. It's that they're not going to give me hope now because they have none for mm -hmm. the future. Yeah. I want to talk to somebody who will give me hope for the future, somebody who at least has spent some time trying to figure out who God is and spends time in the Bible. That's my thought. Mm-hmm. Now, again, if, if these um, secular Democrats, whatever they call themselves, really want to be inclusive, then you got to stop trying to push people like ourselves out of this. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want to have somebody there that is a, uh, you know, I don't know, a, a chaplain for a certain religion because there's people on the field that are that way, I actually would say that's your business. Mm -hmm. You know, I, would I think that their theology is wrong? Obviously, I would. I'm a believer in Jesus Christ, I, the, the Bible. And, yeah. and I would, but I, and I, would I go to them for solace? I doubt it. Right. But that's my choice, and I'm still American, mm -hmm. and I get to make those choices. Don't take that away from me. Right. What they're trying to do is make everybody the same sorry people and belief system that they have, mm -hmm. which isn't going to work. Um, and they go on to say, too, we, we support the overdue restoration of the original Pledge of Allegiance and the original national motto, e pluribus unum, out of one many. Uh, out I, of many one. Out of many one. I'm not sure where they're going with that one, except for I think the original national motto did not have under God in it. Yeah, they don't want under God in yeah. the Pledge of Allegiance. In fact, there's been some saying that uh, pledge. You know who put under God in the pledge? I don't. I think. Don't hold me to this. I think it was Eisenhower. Mm. So it isn't that early in history actually it went in. Mm. Uh, but I believe it was. I, uh, somebody else could check that out. The, the bottom line really is they want to change the pledge to get God out of there. Um, you know, if somebody comes in, let me ask you this. Somebody comes to you and says, I don't believe there's a God. Mm -hmm. And they act like they don't believe there's a God. Are you personally offended? No. 
why are they offended if I do believe in God? I'm not forcing God on them. Mm-hmm. You know, even if I try, even if I go and start preaching at them, whatever, they don't have to listen. Right, they, they can walk respond. away. Right, absolutely. What? Why is it that you got to battle this? Yeah, I don't. I, I don't get that. Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't understand that at all. And then, of course, we oppose the promotion of Christianity, which you talked about. Yep. Uh, I think that that we as a group need to understand that that policies like this, or even thoughts like this, lead to a a danger. And the danger is very simple. In in 1972, young people, five uh, percent of the young people in our nation, five percent of the, the school age children, actually. Uh, didn't believe there was a God, was confused by God, only 5%. Hmm. Today, yeah. well, the latest statistic I could get is 2016, so it's behind, yep. but yep. statistics normally are. Uh, in 2016, 25% of young people. Wow. So right now, a quarter of all young people are saying, I don't believe there's a God, Yeah. which means a quarter of all young people don't believe there's a plan. Mm-hmm. which means a quarter of all young people do not believe there's a future. That means this. Depression and anxiety will increase. Mm. Because 25% of the young people in our nation believe that they were accidental blobs of protoplasm that only survived because they didn't get aborted and they don't have a real purpose in this life because everything's accidental. And certainly there's no purpose in death. And when you live out the idea that there's no purpose in life Mm -hmm. and there's no purpose in death, the only friend you've got is depression and anxiety. And unless you do something in your brain to get away from that, you know, and it, it, I have often wondered why would somebody take a perfectly healthy brain and put it on drugs? Yeah. Because you can't deal with this. Why would you, you know, be an alcoholic? Because you can't deal with this. Why would you, whatever it might be, why would you destroy your life because of some addiction that you put in your life when life was created to be wonderfully experienced? Mm-hmm. Why do you keep putting yourself in a position to not experience it? Yeah. Well, because it's not a great experience. Well, then you don't know God. Mm-hmm. If you don't know God, this okay, I understand. This is the this is the issue. And what's happening then is because of people that say there is no God, they're going back and they're redefining terms that now have to mean something different because you took God and the plan out of it. Mm-hmm. So therefore, we don't know what marriage is anymore. We don't, we don't know. We, we don't know what um, it, it is to be committed to one another. We, we don't understand. For example, right now, if I say these words, can you tell me what I mean by it? Now, not, not from the Bible, because I know you could do that. Sure. But it put yourself in a secular culture, no God. Yep. Okay. Family. Uh a group of people that live together in one house. Okay. Now again, to me, <laughs> that's confusing. Right. I mean I had to pause and think about it, what you know, the general consensus okay. would be. Well, you know. Okay, you don't know God now, no Bible. Okay. 
What makes you significant? I don't know. Exactly. That, that's <laughs> the point. <laughs> you're, you're a blob of protoplasm just like a frog. Makes me feel all warm and fuzzy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess. Um, all right. Help me with this one then. Okay. What does the word love mean? I don't know. Of course not. Yeah. It, we don't know unless we go to the Bible and we see what God says about that definition, what it means. What What is, um, it, it, you don't know God again, what does the term success mean? Again, no, yeah, I don't know. Confusion. Yeah. So here we are talking about trying to educate children, mm -hmm. trying to help them be, um, you know, productive citizens of the future. Right. And we use terms like family, security, significance, wealth, leadership, success, logic, wisdom, love, power. We use those words. Yet, Without God, and that's what this secular democratic group's trying to do. Mm -hmm. Without God, we're trying to define life. Yeah. What I'm saying is, as one who has loved God all of his life, one who's read the Bible through, I'll bet you, 30 plus times, is that you're never going to be able to figure it out without God. And that those who are trying to do it are trying to confuse our children, our families. And, and the hope for a future, a bright future in America is, is non-existent at that point because of what they're peddling. You, you cannot take these words. You just, you can't, you can't do it. Mm. You know, I, I think here's what happens. Uh, are you a NASCAR fan? I uh, used to be. Okay. Now, when they're driving NASCAR, where are they going? They're going in a circle most of the time. There's a couple of races yeah. where they go more right than left. But. They're going nowhere. But you know what? They're going fast. Yeah, yeah. So in essence, they're going nowhere fast. Hmm. And you know who the winner is? The one who went nowhere the fastest. There you go. <laughs> I think that's what life's like now. Yeah. I think we as a country, you want to kick God out, you're going to be the NASCAR generation. And not, I'm not against the sport. Don't. I, that's not what I'm saying. But you're going to go nowhere. Mm -hmm. And because of the internet and because of all this stuff, you're just going to go fast. Yeah. And at the end, you're going to jump up and down and go, I got nowhere the fastest. Mm -hmm. So I'm the best because I ended up nowhere so fast. And everyone looking at you go, oh, you are good. Mm -hmm. you, you, I wish we could get nowhere as fast as you got nowhere. Mm-hmm. And, and so now we're going to study your car. We're going to do all kinds of stuff so that we too could get nowhere as fast as you got. Don't buy that lie, people. Get get into the Bible. Understand there's a purpose for life and you actually go somewhere. Yeah. And uh, you don't have to live a NASCAR life that way if you understood my definition. Yeah. And hopefully as we've had these discussions, you're encouraged to look at life around you through the lens of Scripture. You know, we're called to love God and love those around us, you know. And, and hopefully you've heard us say all the time, it's... We can disagree with people and not hate them. And right. that, you know, and that's, that's what we want you to understand um, is that that's our calling is to love God and love others. Um, and so I encourage you to get in the Bible um, and to get that background and just fall more in love with God because the more you do that, 
Um, you'll fall more in love with him and you'll fall more in love with the people around you. But for Jason and Dave here on Younger Nola, that's all the time we have. We'll take care. We'll see you next time.